Hello everyone, welcome to the Comexus Cast. All the news you need to know from our inbox to yours. Today we're talking about Instagram meme accounts and the return on investment a lot of brands are getting from using them instead of influencers. Hello everyone, I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexus, and today I'm joined by Comexus social media manager, Rebecca Milstead. Hello. And social media intern here at Comexus, Josh Lyons. Good morning. Good morning. So today we're talking about Instagram and meme accounts and some return on investment that some brands are seeing when using them in particularly niche audiences. Uh, so we've been going through the buyer's journey all this week, um, talking about different phases and, and things like that that you would be seeing and, and, and stuff like that. So today uh, we're focusing on retention. So retention comes after uh, purchase. So a person has already become aware of your product, they've already considered it and gone through the consideration phase, done their research, and then they finally have purchased it. And now we're in the retention phase of trying to either get them through certain steps of your process if you're offering a service or, or some sort of long-term service, uh, or just getting them to come back and buy some more if you have sold a specific product or something like that. So normally when people talk about retention, they are talking about email campaigns a lot of the time. So, you know, if you buy something on on a website and they say, hey, we have a sale, hey, we have you know, this, this new deal, oh, it's your birthday, here's a coupon, something like that. Uh, that is a way to retain customers and get them coming back in. And then the same thing for a service, though typically those are you know, getting people through different steps of your sign-up process. So if I'm signing up for Amazon Prime, uh, they want to make sure that I'm confirming my email, I'm doing all these different things to make sure that we're doing that. So this is going to be a little bit of a different angle, and I'll kind of get to that once we sort of explain the story a little bit on what I think this uh, meme account return on investment sort of thing can be used as a retention tool. But first, to, to the story. So Lucinda Southern wrote about this on Digiday. She's a great piece. Link in the description of the podcast and in the podcast article as well. Uh, so Southern spoke to um, social media agency Cult LDN. They're running a couple different campaigns for clients on several meme accounts, uh, mostly on Instagram, uh, and in particular, they're doing it for streaming service Hayu, and it was about the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Josh, Rebecca, do any of you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I do. I hate I, to I admit don't. it, but I do. It's <laughs> I don't. Great trash TV. I personally Clear don't watch it, but I respect. <laughs> I, I respect I, you willing to watch it. I know about it. I just have no interest. Hey, we all we all need that easy <laughs> that easy to digest mm -hmm. drama television. I, I cannot uh, I cannot judge anybody. So anyway, Hayu was was advertising and, and trying to uh, put up some interest, and they used meme accounts to do this. So for those of you who don't know, meme accounts are on many social media platforms, just about every single one. And basically, what they do is they share images that are funny and relatable and humorous and stuff like that. Uh, typically, it's you know. It changing captions of something on a tweet or having a picture of say one of the Kardashians next to like some phrase and the the, the pictures the reaction um, so I don't need to explain what a meme is I hope but <laughs> you, you get the concept um, so instead of going with an influencer uh, for influencer marketing instead they're paying meme accounts to basically share these memes and then have in their description in particular on Instagram um, reminders to go check out um, this streaming service and to you know, make sure to, to, to subscribe. Um, so they used two uh, separate 
meme accounts. They used uh, Kardashian-focused Bound to West and Scouse Barbie X. Uh, the first has 500,000 followers, and the second has 160,000 followers, respectively. Uh, Lawrence Meets, the talent strategist at Colt LDN, said, quote, Meme accounts get such a good return on investment compared to influencers who no longer get the same results. It's hard for a brand to create the kind of wit that comes naturally to the content creators behind these accounts. They are relatable, so they get amazing engagement. Uh, in addition, the, they tend to be cheaper. Um, so for one million followers, uh, you could be paying $1,500,000 to a human influencer. And for one million followers for a meme account, you could be paying about 1,000. Uh, so this piece goes even more in depth on, on that, how they're, how they're cheaper, how for the most part, meme accounts also can be used um, as a way to get the message out to a, a broader scope. You know, when you're talking about a, a person, typically they have a very niche audience. Even if they're big, they, they tend to have a specific thing. But meme accounts are mostly enjoyed by anyone. So anybody who watched the Kardashians could follow it and you know enjoy a lot of those those great posts. So first, what do you guys think about? the using of meme accounts in place of an influencer. And Rebecca, we'll start with you. Um, I haven't seen it uh, on my Instagram feed yet, and I do follow a couple meme accounts. But when people look at memes, they only look at the image mm -hmm. and like the funny parts of it. They won't necessarily, I don't, when I'm scrolling through, I don't necessarily read the caption where mm -hmm. I think is where they're going to be trying to tell you to, oh, go check out this streaming service. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And in the, the picture, which will hopefully be dis displaying on your screen right now, <laughs> I say as a reminder for myself in the future, um, it is only in the description. There's no, um, you know, hey, check out you on the image or something like that. So I think you bring up a great point, especially, you know, I know even when I'm using Twitter, for example, because um, I, don't, I don't normally follow a lot of meme accounts on Instagram, um, a lot of the times, I will only read the text mm -hmm. if it is very relevant to the image. And sometimes it is on Twitter in particular, just the way the humor works. But on Instagram, I, I, I almost can't imagine it. Yeah. yeah. And Josh, what do you think? Well, to sort of like tie into both of what you're saying, um, not only on Instagram are they just posting on their feed, but they're mm -hmm. also using the story feature um, to sort of uh, repost the same content. Mm -hmm. And uh, instead of looking at the actual um, post at the bottom to try and engage them to move somewhere else, they'll actually uh, give you the ability to swipe up or to mm -hmm. even click in um, to like whether it's a present or it's a hashtag or something um, to sort of get them to move somewhere else. And I think that's sort of a way to, to get the, you get the whole meme, you get the description, you get the picture, uh, and then after uh, they're already touching and playing with the screen, which allows them to maybe move somewhere else where you're trying to direct them to go. Yeah, so. that's a really great thing that you brought up because you know, when I, when we, we were just talking about the descriptions, and I was just thinking when you mentioned, because before the show, we, we discussed what we were going to talk about. Josh brought up that stories, uh, meme accounts were using stories for the exact same purpose. Um, you can just put a little sticker, swipe up, put a little right. thing. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense, and I, I'm really interested in seeing how that evolves. There are, are go ahead. I was going to say, how many people swipe up, though? That's I a, never swipe up. That is a good question. So, <laughs> so one of the things that um, in this in this article they talk a lot about is how the engagement rate for certain verticals tends to be a lot better than it is for um, other verticals. So one thing to keep in mind, obviously, is that 
the engagement rate, um, it, it's better typically to have a higher engagement rate. Josh and I actually just discussed a, a couple weeks ago about that on a podcast, um, though I think for meme accounts it's a little different. So the engagement rate is 3.5% for meme accounts in fashion, which is equal to mainstream influencers in the same vertical. But broad sponsored posts tend to have a lower compared to the norm of about 1.7% compared to 3.2%. So for fashion, these meme accounts tend to get a higher engagement rate or, or about equal to an influencer. But in other ways, they get them lower. One thing to keep in mind, two things actually to keep in mind, it's cheaper to advertise on a meme account. But as I brought up before, I wonder how much trust you can really build um, in, in the sense of when you're, when you're talking to an influencer, when you're seeing them advertise something to, to you, you typically have a relationship with that influencer and you enjoy their content. Whereas with a meme account, they're kind of faceless, which allows a lot of different malleability and flexibility in content posting, but you're not necessarily getting that human uh, engagement and human relationship. What do you guys think about that? Oh, uh, well, I think some uh, influencers or some meme accounts are actually trying to c uh, combine the two, where mm -hmm. uh, not only do you have the the ability to post the meme, but they actually have a face to the account. Um, so then they can do both. They can not only uh, create the relatable content, but they can actually have a face that can that can be like your influencer, um, whether it's uh, their personal uh, account or someone else's account. They can sort of like work together um, to sort of. Um, basically just connect the two together and, and get them engaging uh, no matter what it's, what it's about. Uh, it's pretty similar uh, in the gaming industry mm -hmm. uh, where they, the common game Fortnite, which I, heard, I think everyone has heard of and have seen uh, a lot of the funny fail videos that go around. Uh, they like to use those as um, sort of ways to connect with other uh, other accounts and other ways to sell to their to the audience of the same gaming industry. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you have a good point. And, and one of the things you mentioned reminds me a lot of the way Vine yeah, before Vine died. Rest in oh. peace, Vine. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> so, a lot of Vine stars went off and did different things after Vine died, right? Um, but there were also a lot of you know really funny original content created through Vines. Most of which were, were humorous and Nature. You have six seconds and you sell a fun joke. But it kind of reminds me of the way that Vine stars do that on Instagram and Twitter now. You know, they have those meme posts, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, but they are, at the end of the day, the, the person behind the account. So it does give you um, a little bit more engagement and, and, and interaction. Um, so, one, one small th another thing I want to mention about engagement is that a lot of these accounts are getting more engagement because their content is more relatable. But as Rebecca mentioned, how many people are swiping up on that engaging content? How many people are clicking the link in the bio to go to that? We don't have those numbers, and this piece didn't specifically have them. Just said that generally speaking, the return on investment was better, which I would argue you could say if you're only spending $1,000 on something, if you get a, a smaller amount of people, but it still exceeds that $1,000, the percentage ROI would still be significantly better. So mm -hmm. if you're saving $14,000, it tends to be better. <laughs> um, so something I'm, I'm definitely interested in, and I'm, I definitely want to keep looking at, um, when we talk about retention in particular, trying to get people coming back to your service, I, I personally think that this is uh, an interesting tool. You know, Obviously, a lot of the things that we've been talking about this week kind of go into 
into each individual piece of the buyer's journey when we're talking about influencers because they can help you bring awareness in the consideration stage. They can make you seem more credi credible in the purchasing stage. They can you know, really help remind and convert some of those people in retention today. You know, these meme accounts may not necessarily get you that conversion, but they might remind people, hey, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians is coming back. Oh, you, you, you liked our streaming service? Don't forget to go back again at 8 p.m. or something like that. I actually don't exactly remember um, if the streaming service just streams them at the same time they air or not. But anyway, um, and then tomorrow we're going to be talking about advocacy. So all of these different pieces all come together, obviously, in the buyer's journey. But it's important to note that, you know, when we're talking about retention, um, obviously, meme accounts can do more than just this one step. They can be a part of the whole journey in general. So just something to keep in mind. But I do think they have some, some amount of retention power in reminding people, hey, you like this thing, in particular for streaming services. Um, you should go back and go from there. So any final thoughts before we close the show, guys? Nope. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's Comexus cast. Thank you to Rebecca and Josh for joining me adjacent to the table today. If you guys would like to check us out more, check us out on the Apple iTunes podcast store and the Google Play Music store, as well as many other great links that you can find in our description to different stores uh, and different uh, TuneIn and Stitcher and, and things like that, different podcasting apps. And also check us out uh, in full on YouTube. And also you can get little snippets of our content on Facebook, Instagram, IGTV, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you.